0: Hey guys, um, I'm Pastor Brandon Neely, and I'm Pastor Christ Church of Acadiana in Southwest Louisiana. And this is something new I'm going to try. Our mission at Christ Church is to call all of Acadiana to follow all of Christ in all of life. And honestly, the uh, Sunday morning sermon time just isn't sufficient for discipling people in all that Christ says. We need more time. And so uh, with this effort, this podcast platform, I hope to lay out more about how to follow all of Christ and all of life, and today I'm going to begin a little series called Proverbs in all of life, and I want to just walk through several proverbs. We, maybe we'll do this you know, every day. Maybe we'll do it once a week. <clears throat> we'll see how it goes, see how many people are interested, but uh, today we'll begin with Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty, and your vats will be bursting with wine. A beautiful covenant promise there. Um, When we approach chapter 3, we need to see that why Solomon, that ancient son of peace, is foreshadowing for us the true son of peace, Jesus Christ. You know, if you are at Christ Church, um, often you've heard these teachings before. But Jesus said, if you love me, then keep my commandments. And Solomon is simply here echoing his Lord Jesus in Proverbs 3 verse 1, my son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. You know, we often forget that a large portion of the Christian life is simply obedience in season and out of season when we understand and when we don't understand. Of course, we don't mean faithless, manipulative obedience as if we're trying to get Jesus to, um, you know, force his hand to do stuff for us. Um, no, it's a, it's a loving and a joyful and a cheerful obedience in covenantal relationship with Christ. And, and of course, we don't mean the sort of obedience that a resentful employee would give. He says, my son, you know, heed my instructions, my son, obey me. Um, We mean a joyful and cheerful submission to the ways and words of a loving Lord who gave himself for us, who will never leave us, and from whom we desire to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. And of course, Jesus at times says, obey without us understanding. We are to trust him. We are to obey even if we don't understand, even if we don't agree. But here in Proverbs chapter three, we are told to obey, but we're given a lot of reasons. Right? One example right here, Proverbs three nine, our proverb for the day honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. Um, this is not an employer employee relationship, as if you honor me with your wealth and then I will give you your paycheck. This is a loving Lord who within his household and on his estate has many sons. They were once slaves. We were once slaves to another Lord. But he redeemed us by laying down his life and paying the ransom of his own blood. And not only did he redeem us, he welcomed us into his vast estate and into his kingdom of light. But even more than that, he didn't just stop there. He signed the papers of our adoption, legally, covenantally, adopting us as sons. We are now in the dominion of Christ, In his kingdom as inheritors of the entire estate of the whole kingdom, the meek shall inherit the earth. And within that relational, covenantal father-son, Lord-son relationship, behind those walls of safety in his household of grace and love, he makes us a family promise. Honor me and I'll honor you. Honor me and your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. He's a good Lord and he will protect us and he will provide for us. But the condition of this covenantal promise is that we honor him. How are we to honor him? There's many ways to honor the Lord. But in this particular Proverb three nine, he wants us to honor him with our wealth and with the first fruits of all our produce. In other words, he wants our first 10%, that first fruits of our produce. Um, How do we honor him with the first fruits of our production? For us, that's our income. We give it to him. Let me try to explain this. In the era of Solomon, in this time, in this day and age, that would have meant bringing to the courtyard of the temple, to the priests, an offering it would have been the first fruits of the grain harvest or the barley harvest. It would have been handed over to the priests at the court of the priests. The priests would eat some of it. This is how they were cared for. They weren't given land. They didn't, weren't farmers. They didn't have marketable skills. They tended to the worship of the temple, and they depended directly on God and on his people for substance. So they would eat some of it. And then some of it, of course, would be used. Some of that tithe would be used for the education of children into the ways of God, health care, orphan and widow care, care for foreigners and outsiders. And some of those offerings would be offered up to the Lord as well on, his, uh, on the, uh, the burning altar in the courtyard of the priests. And this is how God, this tithe was how God resourced his kingdom efforts then. And honestly, it is still to this day. Now, there's a new temple and a new Jerusalem and a new church, and we are all priests unto the Lord. But Paul tells us that the ministers are worthy of their hire. And uh, this, of course, is a quote from the Old Testament referring to the Levites. And so without getting into that too much, we're called even to this day to honor the Lord with our wealth and our production by giving Him the first fruits of our income. All right? So... I don't know, Pastor, if I have enough money. What does he say? Proverbs chapter 3, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. We hear this verse often, but we oftentimes forget the context. Uh, We think we don't have enough money, and he tells us, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Lean not on your own math. Lean not on your own estimation of your financial situation. Lean not on your own well-kept books. Trust him. Obey Him, honor Him with your wealth. But He doesn't just say, trust me. He gives us a Lordship covenantal promise, and this is our motivation. What's the promise? If we, as faithful sons, heirs of the kingdom, with joy and cheerfulness, this is not a burden, this is not a heavy yoke, this is done out of love and joy for our Lord, if we honor Him with our wealth and our income, then proverbially true, generally true, this is a truism, then your barns will be filled with plenty, and your vats will be bursting with wine. Now when I see that, I, don't, I just don't know why anyone wouldn't trust the Lord in this and in the offering of his tithe. This is a beautiful covenantal promise. Our barns will be filled with plenty, and our vats will be bursting with wine. You know of course, we don't have barns, but we should be able to draw out the promise, even if our currency has changed. If we trust the Lord, don't lean on our own math, and in all our ways acknowledge Him, even with our wealth, right? especially with our wealth. Um, by the giving of the first fruits of income to advance of His kingdom work and dominion in the world, we can expect for Him to grant us with plenty and with bursting. I like that. He promised to, uh, promises to us plenty and bursting. That is joyful abundance. We will not go hungry. In fact, we will enjoy abundance. This is the milk and the honey that flows in the promised land of the new creation. This is the covenantal promise for us from our our Lord as we obey the law of His Father and honor Him with all that we are. Um, If He can't trust us to honor Him with little, then He can't trust us to honor Him with a lot. Right? His tithe has continued to be used for the advancing of His dominion in this world. Some of the examples I gave earlier were health care, orphan and widow care, education, and of course the sustenance of the ministers. If we are going to impede His dominion progress over this world by pouring money down a dead-end hole, you know He's not going to impede His dominion progress by giving money abundance and flowing to greedy consumers but if he can trust us to honor him with a little then he can trust us to honor him with a lot and we become increasingly more and more an instrument in his hands for advancing his kingdom in this world all right guys well i hope this blesses you and i hope have, hope you have a a great day if you'd like to ask me questions or contact me you can connect with me on facebook at brandon neely That's N-E-A-L-Y. Or you can email me as well at Brandon Neely, B-R-A-N-D-O-N-N-E-A-L-Y at gmail.com. Y'all have a great day.